The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Do you believe in sports curses? Mike White, who's supposed to be the next big thing with the Jets, goes down in the first quarter, but they're saying there's got to be a curse on the Jets. And our question to you, the viewers, is do you believe in sports curses? Can't make up my mind whether I believe in them or not. Because on one hand, I say... The harder you work, the luckier you get. But on the other hand, I'm very spiritual and believe there's a plan and all the rest, so I I don't know. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Well, I'll tell you, how about that? Welcome into Hour 2 of the RP Show, everybody. Brand new time for those in the jurisdictions of Arizona and Saskatchewan. Hour 2 coming your way at noon. Uh... And apparently, yeah, the Cranbrook, Kimberly area, and the Fort Saint John area on Mountain. There's like two little triangles up in Fort Saint John. I'm fully aware of that. Yeah, crazy, hey. (laughs) Oh yeah, and there's others. You don't spend 17 years in the Western Hockey League and not know that when you're traveling out there. Uh, I got to get me some BC time soon. But uh, I'll tell you something. We've got. We're taking care of business here. Moose made a very good point in the break, and I ran out into the lobby here at RP Show World Headquarters. I said, I'm liking this new text line. I, there, are, there are so many text messages that have come in. I don't know about you, Clark, but these have slid right off my screen. I can't get to them all, which I think is a good thing. Brand new number today. If the boys want to flash it on the screen, 902-518-3033. Put it in your phone. Write it down. I want to hear from you. We all want to hear from you. 902-518-3033. We are the most interactive show on television and streaming. Maybe the only show that's interactive on television and streaming. Right now. Certainly to this degree. Yeah. Canada's daytime sports talk show is right friggin' here. The guy Jason Austin wrote us. Did, like, I'm still figuring this out. Clark has access to these, and I am getting them. Darren said the people can send their photos. So Jason in Fort McLeod, Alberta, sent that photo. Do you have the one? He says, my son pictured here in Lethbridge. Heritage Junior A Hockey League. Did you get that? If you did, Clark, let me know, and we'll put up the photo of his kid. Oh, you can't? Okay. Not today. So we're still figuring this stuff out. But we will be able to. So keep that photo. goes to what you said in the break. You're like, what did you say? We're... I said, this is really streamlined. I said, I think we're I moving just, forward. I think I just jinxed it. I said, we're always moving forward. Right. Right. Al- always not at the... You know, we'd love to move faster. Like to have those photos. So... We'll get those in. That photo, if you're watching, watch tomorrow or the day. We'll get that photo in for you. Figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, Recovery saying time again. 
The direction, sorry, the speed doesn't matter. The direction does. Ah. If you're going in the right direction, that's all that matters. Doesn't matter the speed. Um, now Clark says they can put it up. So moving what the hell? forward. Bob's your uncle. We're moving forward. Ah, damn. Here it is from Jason in Fort McLeod. That's his son playing for the Lethbridge Heritage Junior Hockey League. And look at the smile on the kid's face. You're going to tell me playing sports isn't good for your mental health? Anybody who tries to say that it's not has their head where the sun don't shine. Thank you, Jason, for sending that to us. Um, Ryan Swanson writes us. Swanee. He says, good morning, men. I bleed green, but I puked green Friday night listening and then watching the Riders game. You would think as the playoffs approach, a team making the playoffs would be better than they started the year. The CFL might as well give the cup to the Blue Bombers. No one is going to beat them. Why waste the time and energy? And then he puts in brackets. I just threw up saying that, but it's reality. Peace be with you guys from Swanee. And also with you. Swanee, uh, go for a walk. Have a nap. Do whatever it is you have to do. I'm not dealing with the noise. It's the commentary today at Cat Country 98 and Rock 98.5 FM. My commentary, which you can read daily at rodpeterson.com. Not putting up with the noise. The team's 8-4. and four. They've won three in a row all on the road. Are they going to beat Winnipeg? No. But that's not Winnipeg's fault. Saskatchewan's still strong. And if I may, on any given Sunday... They could beat the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They're going to be playing them in the West Final. But again, woo Do what makes you happy, Swanee, because it's out of your control. They could beat them, but it's going to take scheming. I was, why am I thinking about this? I'm like, they're not as good, okay? Saskatchewan's not as good as Winnipeg. So what's it going to take to beat them? Trick plays, scheming, coaching, which Winnipeg's never beaten in that area either. Right. How are you going to beat Richie Hall. Out-scheme him. I know. Now, anyways. You Rod- need guys to make plays, though. That they, you know, the 50-50 plays that we were so, you know, everybody's so critical of, they need to win those. Guys got to make some plays that maybe they normally wouldn't, right? If everybody puts in another 5%, there's ways to win. There, there are paths to victory, even if it's yeah. only a few. And you need some help from the football gods, which, frankly have turned their back on Saskatchewan for the past few years. Yes. So we'll see. But you're all going to be watching. Let them do their thing. From Jim Wagner on the new text line. Good morning, RP crew. Getting in on the new text line. Looking forward to another week of great shows. As are we. I guess we are into the Taco Time viewer takeover. How did that happen? Sure. Uh, hey, online ordering is available. Try it today and get a free burrito on your first order. Are you kidding? You gotta have something for that. Awesome. <laughs> use I promo. Like it. Use promo code free burrito. All one word. When you sign up. Online ordering from Taco Time. Try it today and get a free burrito. Well, they're just giving it away. I can't believe it. If I order now, how long? How do, you, how do they stay in business? Huh? If I order now, how long till it gets here? Good question. By the way, Moose is taking over here at 20 minutes to the hour because I need to leave because I'm in a meeting at the passport office. And you don't screw around with those. Right? No, you do not. From Doc Turner. Hi, Rod. All CFL teams should have coaches like Winnipeg Hamilton. They're player coaches. Is that what we're talking about here now? You know this is a trend thing, right? I was at Casa DuPont last night. 
It was so cute. You guys were all dressed in your Titans gear. and We were talking about Mike Vrabel and how, yeah, what the heck, it's so on brand with this show. NFL draft two years ago when they're doing it virtually and every coach was in his living room making their picks and Vrabel, the camera panned over and there was a guy on the toilet taking a dump while Vrabel's making the Titans pick. I'm like, this is a frat house, Darren. Yes. Your head coach lives in a frat house. Of the Tennessee Titans. Belichick had his dog making his pick. But I'm getting to Belichick in a minute. Vrabel, player's coach. Oh, yeah. And what are they, they 7-2 and now? There's a reason they like him. They're in the conversation. They are in the conversation. You know, I put them in number five on the top five last week because I thought, you know, this might be the only chance they have. I thought it'd be a week early. But here they're just knocking off all the great teams. They're 6-0 and against last year's playoff teams. All the teams above them lost. Green Bay, Dallas, Buffalo. They all lost. Tampa's the only one that didn't. And that's because they didn't play. So Tennessee, the top team in the AFC, might be a top two or three team right now today in the National Football League. How about this? It looks like it's football Monday, and I'm okay with it. Donald Mitchell watching from Ottawa, Ontario. He writes on the text line at 902. He's from the 613. Hey, dupes. Why did the Dinos fall flat this year? They were supposed to run away with it. And, and on that vein, Shadow's watching in Brandon. And he says the Calgary Dinos haven't missed the Canada West postseason since 2006 till this year. What's the word? Yeah, the Hardy Cup isn't going through Calgary since, like, first time since 2010. It won't be there. 2006 since they made it. 2007, I think, was the last time that there was teams that weren't in the uh, Hardy Cup that included the, uh, the Dinos. Man, they've got the two Philpott brothers, Corey Philpott's kids, Jalen and, and Tyson Philpott, who are maybe the two best university players in the country. Should be pro players. They're fast. They're explosive. 200 yards receiving a game. That type of thing. But they lost a Heck Crichton quarterback. They have a very young defense. They were bad against the run. Very young in the secondary. The, the short story is the Calgary Dinos are young. And this is very unusual that they're not in the playoffs. So it's the Alberta Golden Bears, the Manitoba Bisons, the Saskatchewan Huskies, and the UBC Thunderbirds that are all in the playoffs coming up this weekend. Was talking to a football guy this morning who said the university and junior games in this country have been way better than the CFL games. And we sat there and discussed that for a moment. It's like, well, the CFL is saying largely that they didn't play last year. That's why the quality of plays suffered. But those other leagues didn't play either. And the quality of plays not suffering. So food for thought. And if you want that talk, overtime. I'll sit and I'll talk about the weekend in university Well, you're going to be uh, hosting it yourself. So I'll do it in overtime. This is the viewer takeover brought to you by Taco Time. And we love us some Taco Time. It's going to be one comment a week, by the way, that will be awarded the gift certificate to Taco Time. I'm not comfortable with coming up with it myself. So it'll be a team effort here, okay? Brady's watching from the Bridge City. And he says, hey, Rod, how about them Cowboys? With a lying, uh, laughing, crying emoji. Brady, you make me want to stop reading your text right now for being a jerk, but I'll continue. Darren says it best. Don't 
post-game trash talk and rub it in people's faces. That's not cool. And since you weren't told that as a wee little lad, I'll tell you that now. Don't do it. You want to talk noise going into the game? Oh, yeah. We're all for that. And win or lose, don't say anything after. But anyways, he says, DD's Titans are on fire recently. Jordan Love played just as I expected. Mediocre. Blades got spanked two nights in a row by the Raiders. Saw that. Somebody was writing in here earlier how disappointed they are in the Saskatoon Blades. Yeah. And says OBJ can be picked up tomorrow, which might have been a pretty good poll question today. I was going back and forth on a few. Yesterday, I was watching NFL Sunday, and I just randomly put a poll up. I don't normally do that on Sundays, but for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, I said, would you acquire or sign Deshaun Watson for your NFL team? And I don't know if you saw the results. Over, well over 70% said, no, they would not. Surprised me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe in today's cancel, cancel culture society, you don't want a guy like that. I actually thought it would be 60% plus yes, because sports is so screwed up. But OBJ, last I saw, didn't sexually assault nor assault anybody. He's just OBJ. Right. And it just it didn't work in Cleveland. And he wore out his welcome in New York, which, by the way, when he was playing for the Giants, I was spending considerable time in New York. I was down there a time or two a year. He was the number one athlete in New York. By far. Wore out his welcome there. So I guess a good poll question would be, would you take Odell Beckham Jr. on your team? By the way, we do have a good poll question today, and it pertains to the NHL. And I'll get to that in a minute. But I mean, you could field a hell of a football team with those kind of renegade rogue guys. Manziel be your quarterback, I guess. Mm -hmm. But Antonio Brown, nobody wanted to touch this guy. And what are they doing with him in Tampa Bay? A lot of times... As a guy that has been like that in a way in my life, you get down to the last, your last shot. You either figure it out or you don't. Yeah. And Antonio Brown figured it out in Tampa Bay. You don't even, you don't see him interviewed. You don't see him, you don't see him doing good or bad other than scoring touchdowns for Tampa Bay. So the question is, would you sign Odell Beckham Jr.? I would. He's a little like Terrell Owens. Mouthy, flamboyant. Uh, he's always looking for attention, but he was never in trouble, T.O.? No. What's OBJ in trouble for? Hanano cashed all the LSU Tigers after they won the Natty. <laughs> Remember that? Yes, that's exactly what he said. But trouble. that's the worst thing he's ever done. I know. I know. Would you sign him? Of course you would. It depends on the team. He wouldn't fit in Tennessee, I'm telling you that right now. He, they've got two stars. Um, he's the guy who needs the high workload. He needs high volume. You need to have the teammates understand he's the star. He needs that attention. He needs 8 to 10 to 12 targets a game. And he'll put up 100-plus yards and a, and a score every week. And he'll be really effective. And he's very explosive. And he's a deep threat, which will open up underneath things for your inside slot backs and your running backs. Yeah, I would sign him. Apparently, Seattle's really interested and might take a run at him. There are a few teams that could use that deep threat. Um, New Orleans is one without Michael Thomas right now. He's not going to return all year dealing with his injury. So there are a few landing spots for OBJ, and I think he has a lot of value. We're really cooking with gas today. That, that text line, we're growing a community here, Darren. New numbered as of today until the end of time. 
You can text us right here on the show, 902-518-3033. Say it with me, 902-518-3033. I'm going to put it in your head subconsciously or consciously. It reminds me of my daughter when she was like three. I was trying to get her to memorize my cell number. 306-535-34. We made it, turned it into a song. Right. I was like, you going to really give that up? Right? No, well, I stopped. It's a different I'm not, number. I'm not that stupid. Spicy. Turned it into a song, and it worked. She never forgot. Can we turn this into a song? 902-518-3033. We need a jingle. We need a jingle. Oh, yeah. And you'll never forget it for the rest of your life. Those Empire commercials. Randy. Right? Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Oh, yeah. Randy from the Peg. Writing in. He says, went to my first Winnipeg ice game yesterday. Enjoyed the game. Looking forward to seeing more. A lot of goals scored in that hockey game. I think it was 7-5 Winnipeg ice over the Red Deer Rebels. And uh, the buzz in the media room before Saturday night's game that I was at was that the Winnipeg Ice could potentially beat the Arizona Coyotes. Not even joking. Someone has written... Hot take. Winnipeg Ice could beat the Arizona Coyotes. I can see the meme now. When we come back, they've asked us to preview the Monday Nighter. We'll talk about the featured game. There are three NHL games, the Monday Nighter, See, which I know what game you're going to be watching. Yeah, you the do. rematch of the 1993 Western Conference Woo! Final. Leafs and Kings. The Clarence Campbell Final. Very good. I wonder, what, I wonder if Wayne and Dougie Gilmore are going to be watching tonight. Probably. Uh, and there's no Manning broadcast tonight either, by the way. No. So we have lots to talk about when we return. It's hour two. You're watching Canada's daytime sports talk show on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and Facebook. No, YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com slash listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Busy, busy day. Said to Moose that I got to get down to the passport office by 1.15. He says, you can stay for the until the last segment and you'll be fine. So, I am putting my balls on the table. Oh, yeah. Big time. If I miss my I appointment. Like it. If I miss my appointment at the passport office to get my passport replaced because a pop can exploded in my backpack last week and ruined my passport, and I'm going back to the States here right away. We will hang Darren up by his eyelids and punch him till he blinks. <laughs> how about that? How about that? Would, yeah, you've would, never heard that one before? No, how would you do that? Hang him by his eyelids and punch him till he blinks. Let's that, go. That's my brother's uh, saying, and I like it. I'm going to do the sports update now. Carey Price is returning to the Montreal Canadiens today. He voluntarily entered the NHL's player assistance program on October the 7th. The program helps players and their families with mental health, substance abuse, and other matters. The star goalie will meet with athletic therapists and develop a plan moving forward. Will it make a difference? I think it will. And let's see if Montreal is in our bottom five this week. What day did we come out with that? Wednesday? Wednesday. The Habs... Had a 2-0 lead Saturday night against Canada's team. 
the Vegas Golden Knights, and then Vegas erupted for five in a row and uh, beat Montreal 5-2 the other night. That is a kick in the pills right there. A busy day in the NBA with eight games on the slate tonight. Two of the top teams in the Eastern Conference go head-to-head when the Brooklyn Nets visit the Chicago Bulls. In the West, the red-hot Golden State Warriors host the Atlanta Hawks. Raps are off till Wednesday. And no easy task beating the Pittsburgh Steelers at home on a Monday. The Steelers have won 19 straight Monday night football games at home. Goes back to 1991. The Steelers welcome the Chicago Bears to Heinz Field tonight. Bears have lost three in a row. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit today at dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars. Now with eight amazing flavors, including my favorite, the almond coconut. Your favorite is the peanut butter chocolate chip. Yes. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Where were we? What did they want us to talk about? Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. So tonight, it is the Chicago Bears, as I mentioned, at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are favored by seven. It's not about who wins tonight. It's about by how much do the Pittsburgh Steelers win. And at BetRegal.net, our official betting partner, they've got the Steelers involved at 7.0 point favorites. And I think I'm taking the bet. I'm taking it. The Chicago Bears are... Hot garbage. I'm shocked that they still have a head coach. And I think if he hadn't gone into COVID protocol last week, Moose, they'd have fired him. Mm -hmm. They're playing Justin Fields because they have to. It is going to be Pittsburgh tonight by 10 or more. Change my mind. Pittsburgh has a really good... I've I've always liked Pittsburgh's defense. I think they're they're pretty good. Um, The one thing about the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, Ben, how consistent is he going to be that's something to think about. Um, I also look at Justin Fields. Now, Justin Fields ran for 100 yards last week. He only threw for 175, but he ran for 100. Yep. I think it was 33-22, or it was a 10-point win for, for the 49ers. I think, you know, Chicago is showing some signs of life, you know, with Fields using his legs and stuff. But Pittsburgh's defense hasn't put out great numbers. But I think if they can contain Justin Fields, it won't be good at all if he uses his legs and can have another 100 yard game I think they can keep it close and the other thing is it feels like all of these underdogs in prime time can keep thing keep the game close I feel like when we're in prime time we don't see a lot of prime time blowouts feels pretty rare uh not on Monday nights this year last night was a blowout don't you think that's right the Rams gave you the game that's right but it was supposed to be a blow the other way Right? Yeah. It was supposed to be a Rams blowout. So I feel like there's a path here for the Bears to cover the spread and keep this game entertaining. I do. But I think Pittsburgh still is the better team. We have a new text line as of today. And th- let me see if I can say it right 902 518 3033. Oh, yeah. 902 518 3033. I've already got it memorized. Write it down, people. Chris Jarl, watching in British Columbia on Game Plus TV, says, Hey, Rod, your Lou is limp. Excuse you? How about that? Spicy. He, he says, Pasaglia in the front is falling over, just like my Lions this year. My Leos, why are they so bad? Where is Lou, <laughs> Lou Pasaglia oh, no. is falling over? 
He's in front of your uh, I'm hockey like helmet. Strapped in here right now, but watch this. This is one of these little dolls. The nesting dolls. Yeah, that one of our viewers. Look at that. Louis falling in half. Look at this. Oh my god, he spilled his guts. He's got a baby, Louis. That's <laughs> a little wee little baby, Louis. Um. <laughs> as Brian Hall run. used to call him, the longtime voice of the Edmonton Eskimos. He called him Lou Pasalia, like it was lasagna. <laughs> Lou Pasalia. Actually, it's got Subway written on the back. Should have to. It looks a lot more like Ron Jeremy than Lou Pasaglia, if I'm being honest with you. But if you want to know what's wrong with the BC Lions, you only got to go no further than Wally Buono, who came on this show. And predicted any team with a first-year coaching staff, which let's be honest, it was, mm-hmm. is going to struggle this year. Putting in systems, putting in culture. Who are the teams that are kicking ass? Mike O'Shea's Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Craig Dickinson's Saskatchewan Rough Riders, which, by the way, everybody's dumping all over the green and white. I saw this stat the other day that Dickey's the fastest to 30 wins in rider history. Did you see that? Did you see that? No. I don't know if it was in the game notes. Well, I saw it on Facebook, so it had to be true. They must have got that from uh, the game notes or something, or Vanstone. Veteran coaching staffs. Calgary's getting their game. Look who's taking a dump this year. Elizondo's Edmonton Elks. La Police's Ottawa Red Blacks. And now Rick Campbell's BC Lions. There's only one. So. Ryan Dinwiddie. He's the only one. Right? I mean, Kahari Jones has been around, Orlando Steinhauer. He's Craig the exception Dickinson, that proves the rule. But he's the exception. Ryan Dinwiddie, which should be even more noteworthy what he's been able to do in Toronto. So take the success he's had in Toronto and multiply it because he's a rookie head coach. And so he's making a statement, which I think, you know, bodes really, really well for the two uh, tone blue in, uh, in Toronto. But, uh, yeah, the other guys, all the young guys struggling. The double blue. The double blue. The two-tone blue is the Titans. The double blue is Toronto. I got it. What's wrong with it? Something's wrong with this loop. They don't make these dolls like they used to. Anyways, I'm I'm not saying necessarily that it's coaching why the BC Lions are going to finish in last. But I will say this. If you go into my uh, preseason predictions, I believe the West is going exactly what I said that it would. Yeah. So there's that. And just in the couple minutes that we have left before we pause and bring in Sammy Costantino, the whitest teeth in the broadcasting business uh, and sports business. Although Rex Ryan's giving him a real run for his money. He sure is. And Rex was really uncomfortable this morning talking about how good the New England Patriots were, by the way. Did you see that? He hates the Patriots, eh? Um, But Clearly, I've Sammy knows this. I mean, I'm a hockey guy first. It's in my DNA. But I did spend 20 years in the Canadian Football League. Hockey is where my focus is right now. I'm still kind of paying attention to the CFL, but I'm not watching all of the games. But there's some just some stupid bunk noise out there about the Edmonton Elks. And what are they now? Two and ten, I think. Does that sound right? Whatever. Two and a lot. And people are saying that it's, it's karma. It's karma for them changing their team name from the Eskimos to Elks and the way they handled it. And I'm like, listen, I'm no apologist for the Edmonton football team at all. 
Although I've talked to many of their executives, and I personally have no problem with them. They've treated a lot of my friends like absolute dirt. But we all get treated that way at some point in our life. You got to get over it. But let's just say they had to change the name Eskimos, okay? Let's just say that they did. I'm not giving a judgment on whether they should or they shouldn't. Because I've known indigenous people that said they weren't offended by it, and I know those that say that they were. I'll back out because I'm a middle-aged white man. Let's just say they had to. How do you roll out a name change like that properly? They had a name the team contest that lasted months, probably way too long than it should have. The merchandise is awesome. I would have said elk and taken the S off the end, but they never asked me, oddly enough. Yeah. You might have been able to get the domain name edmontonelk.com because as we said earlier last week, it's edmontonelks.com as a service club. They meet Mondays and Wednesdays at 7.30. It's not a joke. <laughs> I know it's not, but it's just so dang funny. Cause, <laughs> it's hilarious. And it's like nobody's fault. I'm not making fun of anybody, but it's, a, it's just a truth. It's a funny coincidence. Sometimes that the, the truth is the funniest thing. Yes. Anyways, I don't think they botched the name. They were forced into it by sponsors. And here's my thing. If I'm running the Edmonton Elks, I'm prob- Eskimos, I'm probably not changing the name. For, the, for, for our reasons, that the, where the reason the Chicago Blackhawks aren't changing theirs or some of these other teams aren't. But they did. So how are they supposed to roll it out? So to sit and say that they suck because of karma, because of their name, I'm not buying it. Hobby, they're just not good enough. How about that? Yeah. Are you hearing this? Because people are tweeting at me saying I've that, seen it. And I'm like, it makes no sense. I've seen it. And so if they're not going to make it, what do you want? Do you want Winnipeg to be out of the playoffs? Saskatchewan? Calgary? Right? Is it just how about those teams are better? Mm-hmm. And we go in cycles. And it's a small league. And good teams are going to miss the playoffs. Now, Edmonton's not a good team. I'm not saying that. They're not good. We know that. But, hey, they need to rebuild. Um, Just before we break, and then we're bringing Sammy to talk about other stuff. uh, Northside YEG watching on YouTube says, Some dude wrote into the Edmonton Sun saying that the Elks losing this year could be due to the name change. Now that's hilarious. Yeah, there's no credence to that. Ryan McCarthy watching in Saratoga, New York, says, I'd watch the RP show on location from the Edmonton Elks Lodge, number 11. Listen, go look it up. That Maybe we'll be, go on a Wednesday night. That would be They're amazing. They're serving coffee. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says the Elks have been mismanaged as of late and would be a mess regardless. A person's not measured by name, but by character. And the Elks have none. <sighs> oh, hot take. <laughs> I'm not getting into that. The Elks Lodge is what they should have called the big VIP section in the stadium. Wouldn't that be great? The Elks Club or the Elks Lodge. That would be really cool. I still think that there's a lot of things that they could do and probably will do down the line. John Lynch thinks they should trailer a bunch of Elks there to the game and let them loose at halftime. Running around the field. Like a petting zoo. Right. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, Hey, Rod, I don't understand the criticism of the Riders and Cody Fajardo since Cody's 20-9 and as a starter. It's not always pretty, but a win is a win. I said to Moose in the break, I think people are starting to realize this is not the Rider crisis line. This is not online therapy for Rider fans. That was my old show. You call in there and bitch and piss and moan all you want. I'm not listening to it. I'm not listening to the noise. They've won three in a row. They're eight and four. 
get like grow up. That's not what we do here. There are other shows to do that. This isn't it. So I'm not listening to it. Moose, we'll see you for overtime. We'll see you in overtime. Sammy Cosentino joins us next from Sportsnet's NHL and CHL coverage. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. All right, we're back. And as I mentioned, we're debuting a brand new text line today, 902-518-3033 is the number that reaches right here in the bunker of the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. That's where we reside. Cine Girl is watching Cynthia Price in Pittsburgh, and she says, super excited for the Chicago Bears coming to Pittsburgh tonight at 65 and sunny here. Still time for 18 holes and dinner before kickoff. How about that? And our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, who had the better goal on the weekend, Connor McDavid or Matthew Kachuk? Both of them came against the Rangers. 81% of you saying Connor McDavid had the better goal. And uh, as we bring in Sammy Cosentino from Rogers Sportsnet, he's all over everything, NHL and CHL. How you doing, Sammy? Looks like you're working today. Bud, are you on the air tonight? No, not on tonight. Doing a lot of the legwork. Got a pretty busy week here coming up, Roddy. So good to see you. And then Double D, uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate you getting all dressed up for us today, Sammy. Always love it. Hey, you saw you saw both those goals. I got to say, I think the Kachuk goal was more impressive because Ron Dugay was with us last hour and said the Rangers just stood there and watched McDavid. Kachuk had to look, work a little more. What do you think? Ooh, I think I still like the McDavid better. I mean, it's four guys, whether they're standing there watching or not, they all know it's not their job. And if you look at two of them, I think both of them had broken ankles. So I got to give it to Connor there. That's that's impressive stuff and, and stuff that I was uh, lucky to see fairly regularly back when he was in, in Erie with the Otters. I was just going to say there's an Erie bias. Eerie, it's Erie. Hey, uh, Sammy, talk about... <laughs> Your role, if you don't mind, what's keeping you busy these days? We're seeing on television, NHL, uh, pregame, intermission stuff. You do much junior stuff. What's what's happening in the world of Sammy Costantino these days? Well, it's interesting, Roddy. My role my role's changed significantly over at Sportsnet. I mean, um, you know, the, the junior, the CHL rights are no longer with us. So for the first time, basically in, in 15 years, uh, you know, I, I, I wasn't doing – I'm not doing junior games for, um, for Sportsnet. But uh, – you know, both Sportsnet and the CBC were were nice enough to work together to allow me to do a package of games now that were on Saturdays. Uh, my run there has come to an end. I'm, I'm out to Winnipeg to do a to do a game Saturday night. So, uh, you know, it's uh, doing a lot of the Hockey Central pregames, working with Carolyn Cameron and uh, David Amber, Justin Bourne, uh, Anthony Stewart, a whole host of others, Mike Fuda. So, yeah, it's changed quite a bit for me. It's a lot different than than what I'm used to. It's uh, kind of used to being on that road one day a week trying to get out to as many games as possible in the meantime, and then working on the draft throughout the year. So I'm still doing the draft stuff, still trying to get out to as many games as possible, but it's a little bit more challenging with the way our schedule is set up and, and some of the responsibilities I have. But uh, definitely embracing the new challenges, that's for sure. Sammy, good for you, by the way. And I think that uh, you've always got to do that draft stuff because it's so good. I mean, you are Canada's Mel Kuyper of hockey, as far as I'm concerned. And I had a parent... <laughs> I had a parent 
uh, I don't want to say of which team, but he's in Vancouver. And he said, you know, you guys need to do more hockey and you need to do more OHL and Q. And I said, hey, I get it, man. But we're in Western Canada because there's such an appetite for the game out there. So tell me, please, what's, what's the quality of play like in the O and the Q this year after what they've been through the last couple of years? How's it going? Well, the Ontario Hockey League is just sort of rounding into form there. And, and myself uh, included and a lot of the scouts I've talked to say you got to give it 15 or 20 games. I mean, you're looking basically at a year and a half of lost development, uh, especially for the younger players in the league. Who, you know, minor hockey was completely shut down. Some of the older players were, were able to find places or skates uh, elsewhere. So, you know, it's just starting to round into form right now. Um, you know, we're starting to see some of the regular teams, the the Londons, the Sault Ste. Marie's, um, you know, Ottawa uh, kind of hang out at the top of the table as we're used to seeing here in Ontario. But the quality of play, I've been to a few games, seen a lot of different lead changes, seen a lot of different mistakes. The defensive side of the game, I think, is what lacks most uh, because of the layoff and the lack of that year and a half worth of development. Uh, but it's coming. And in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, they sort of picked up where they left off. You know, they were able to kind of plow through a season last year. It wasn't perfect, but they were, you know, in the neighborhood of 40 to 50 games for most teams. So they were still able to get something done, albeit in entirely different circumstances. But at least the players were able to get out in the ice and continue along that developmental trail. So it's been a little bit better out there. Uh, OHL just starting to round into form. And, you know, the WHL, I think, is, is kind of the big benefactor in the approach they took last year. Just 24 games, but really decided to go super young in the league and allow some of the 04s and 05s uh, to, to play and, and, you know, heavier weighted towards some of the 03s as well. So I think that's helped speed the development along and what we're seeing in, in the Western League this year. Well, I think interviews like this, and you do a great job on your Instagram and stuff, interviewing the process. How about Cole Sillinger, by the way? Now that I think about yes. it, I watched your Instagram live with Cole. I didn't see this coming, Sammy. <laughs> Did you? Nor did I, uh, but you know what? Um, I, I think when you're from that family, you're it's hyper competitive. I mean, from the dinner table to the golf course to the workouts <laughs> to the ice, playing it's, it's hyper competitive for those guys. And so, I don't think they allowed Cole really any time off. Um, you know, after not being able to participate in the under 18s, I don't think they allowed him time off. And he must have had a really, really good summer. And it's funny because every time you look around, Columbus is sort of wanting to get rid of him, but they can't. He's he's been that good, that responsible. The minute's good. So yeah, really, really impressed with that young man. As I, you know, spent a bit of time with Mike going back to twenty eighteen when the Memorial Cup was there. And, you know, I've have kind of followed Cole pretty closely into the USHL. And, you know, I know Willie Desjardins was was probably freaking out over there, hoping he'd get Cole back, but it doesn't look like that's gonna be the case. So you're really, really happy for the young man. Um, but when you come from that background that's hyper competitive, you come from a background you're not wowed by what the NHL has to offer. And, and I couldn't be happier for the kid. Like, awesome to see his smile, the, the celebration of that first goal. Really, really good stuff. It seems a little ahead of schedule. We knew that he had it in him, but at 18, what he's doing is just insane. And by the way, I'm, I'm looking at the mock drafts here. Shane Wright, number one to go. Matthew Savoy, number two. Uh, you see Geeky, Connor Geeky in there. Like, out here, Sammy, and I can't wait for you to get out to Winnipeg on Saturday. You're going to see this. The young, the stars of the Western League are the young guys. You're hearing the names, right? Uh, Connor Bedard, Brain Yager, all those guys. Is that the case in the yeah. O and the Q too, or are the stars the older guys? Well, you know, it's it's funny, Roddy. Talking to some scouts the other day, and you know, I, I do like this O four draft, but I think everyone is super pumped for the O five group. 
And, you know, part of it, we saw Connor Bedard and, and maybe thought he was the Lone Ranger. And then we got to the under 18s, and all of a sudden, Matvey Mishkov of Russia is the guy. Crazy, crazy kind of goals, hat tricks left, right, and center, you know, tied for the tournament lead with points. And then you go to the Helenka Gret and Dalibor Dvorsky, a uh, Slovakian kid is lighting it up and some people are saying oh my gosh but art isn't just a shoo-in to be the first overall pick in the 2023 draft and then you look at a guy like Braden Yeager who you know just up the road from you and so many good things being said about that young man and, and it's really spread across um, you know right across the world if you will I think the 05 group is deeper and a little more high-end than what we're seeing with the 04 so super pumped about that of course but I don't want to get too far ahead of myself and you know not not forget Forget about and give to that 04 group led by Shane Wright. Absolutely, but it's just just a scout the other day who said that Jagger's another Nathan McKinnon. Like that's what they're yep. saying now. I heard the same thing. Right. So think about that. And I just saw him Friday night, and or I guess it was a week ago. Friday now. Times get. I'm getting old, Sam. Uh, but the Warriors beat Medicine Hat in Moose Jaw in overtime, and the Tigers could have used Cole Sillinger that night. So you're right about the hole in that lineup with Cole, but it is what it is. Sam, we'll leave it there. It's always good to chat hockey with you. Safe travels, my friend, and I hope we can do it again here through the winter. Yeah, anytime. Thanks a lot, Roddy. Take care. The great Sam Costantino from uh, Rogers Sportsnet joining us from the T-Dot. Listen, I got to go. Moose is coming in next for overtime. Go easy on him and get your good comments out. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. All right, welcome back to the show. Hang on, my headphones were really quiet. I couldn't hear myself. Darren Dupont here. Rod's gone to the passport office, and he's really nervous. He's not going to get there in time, but he's got like almost half an hour to get to the passport office. So he's good. He's got to get there because he's got another trip planned. He'll be back down in the United States later on this month. There's the text line, 902-518-3033. I have access to the text line uh, right now, so Rod left that here. If you want to text in right now, get your thoughts in. This is overtime, but it's also the taco time viewer takeover so we'll get into your comments um everybody seems to be writing in right now the rams they want to talk about the uh, the bisons and the rams and the canada west which we are going to do that we're going to talk about the pfc because that's what i was doing all weekend i was doing the canada west uh, regular season finale the pfc playoffs the semifinals, and that was a lot of fun too and uh, we'll be able to get to all that so it's starting the in the canada west in the university sports playoffs uh this weekend it is the semifinals on saturday the number one university of saskatchewan huskies are at home against the ubc thunderbirds who are the four seed in the west uh and then in manitoba it'll be in winnipeg the manitoba bisons are at home to the alberta golden bears so those are the two games this weekend the final game of the regular season was the Rams and the Bisons in Regina, the game I was calling. The Rams were already eliminated from the playoffs. And here's a crazy stat. The Rams probably the second best team in the Canada West throughout the regular season. The Calgary Dinos probably the third best team in the Canada West. And they're both out of the playoffs 
We all know the Saskatchewan Huskies are number one. That's easy. Uh, they've had a really, really good regular season. They're a big team, strong in the offensive line, strong in the defensive line. But when it comes to the Regina Rams, our producer, Dan Plaster, pulled the stats. If you take away, I think it's like three minutes and 18 seconds of the entire season, the Rams would have been 4-1 and one going into that final week and would have locked up a playoff spot, probably a home field playoff spot. That's what's wild. They've led in those first five weeks for all but like three minutes and 18 seconds to be four and one. So, but that's football. So they're on the outside looking in. The Manitoba Bisons with a backup rookie quarterback are going to host the Alberta Golden Bears, who are usually on the outside looking in. But Chris Morris has them playing pretty well. They've got some weapons in Michael Rosary and Peterson in the backfield and Brad Lonart, the teacher, the veteran uh, at quarterback. And then UBC got into the playoffs again with a rookie from Houston at quarterback. A rookie from Houston playing quarterback. And he's uh, going to take their team into Saskatoon on Saturday. So I'll be in Winnipeg for that one. Uh, and actually on Friday's show, I'll be in Winnipeg. Rod will be here. So that will be a lot of fun. See what they're writing in. Tacona Pally, shout out my nephew, Josh Robinson, who broke his arm and will miss the playoffs. That's your nephew? That's tough. Now... Granted, I think he was uh, was a good player for sure. Um, So that's tough. We saw that. We called that game on on Saturday afternoon. Um, So there you go. Um, Northside YEG says lots of W's coming Edmonton's way next season. Okay. But we're still in this season. So let's keep things in the today and the now. Sunday, I was actually... Back, still in Regina, and it was the Prairie Football Conference, the CJFL playoffs, the PFC semifinal. It was the Winnipeg Rifles, the Regina Thunder. The Thunder completely, uh, well, they had their way with Winnipeg a little bit. I thought Winnipeg actually hang in there, hung in there pretty good. Bryson McNeil, their quarterback, played really well. Um, but the Thunder are undefeated. They're the best team in the country, and so they won that game. But in Saskatoon, much different. The Edmonton Huskies, the Saskatoon Hilltops, They had a really good battle. It ended up being the Hilltops surviving a two-point win. So it is a big game this Sunday, the Hilltops and the Thunder for all the marbles in the PFC. That's a big one. Regina has beaten Saskatoon twice already this season. We all know the powerhouse that the Hilltops are across the country. We know this national championship after national championship. So that will be fun, and it'll be at Mosaic Stadium on Sunday. Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock. Ryan McCarthy watching in New York. Going to be rough for the Elks over the next week. Three games in seven days. Oof. Yes, this is the stretch of games for the Elks. The three games in seven days. So make sure uh, you're well-rested, well-hydrated, Edmonton, for that. Um, To the text line. We've got three minutes left. Uh, The text line here in Taco Time Viewer Takeover, we are going to have Taco Time gift cards that we're giving away for the best comments. 902-518-3033. That's 902-518-3033. Randy in the peg says, you're looking good in the main chair, Moose. Let's give Canadian men's national team some love this week. Looking forward to Friday's game. Okay. I think you're fishing a little bit. Is he talking soccer, right? Got to be talking soccer. Okay, we'll look into that. We'll give him some love whenever I get a chance. Um, Tacona Pally loves the CIS update. Yes, me and Justin Dunk will be in Winnipeg on the weekend. We're actually going to be able to take in two, maybe three Winnipeg Jets games. So going to hopefully connect with the Jets 
build that relationship. They're at home on Thursday. They're at home on Saturday. And then on Tuesday, if I really want to extend the trip, but I'll probably go to Thursday and Saturday night's games. Uh, Jordan Ewert's watching as well. He says the U of our Rams deserve better this year. They really did. But by the game on Saturday, if you can believe this, the two quarterbacks that were dressed were number five and number six on their depth chart at quarterback. Four quarterbacks above them, all up, all of them, all four. So you can't expect to win when you're down to uh, your fifth and sixth ranked quarterbacks uh, on your roster. Um, there he goes. Randy writes in, sorry, yes, soccer. Yes, the men's national team is doing some great things. So looking forward to uh, the game on Friday. Actually, when Rod and I were in Edmonton for the Oiler game, they had that men's soccer game on the screen in the media room before the game while we were eating dinner with all of the uh, scouts and, and staff and executives. They had the soccer game up on the screen, so they were all paying attention to that, and uh, that was pretty cool. I want to get to the, uh, the games tonight. As we're into the final minute here of overtime and the Taco Time viewer takeover, uh, Jeff in the zone appropriately wants to know who we got tonight in Monday Night Football. If it's a seven-point spread, I got the Bears to cover. They'll keep it close on Monday night. I got Pittsburgh, though, to win the game, I think, uh, at four and three. I think Pittsburgh's going to end up being a playoff team. If the playoffs started today, Pittsburgh would be a playoff team. Um, tomorrow, I'll have the... Uh, Top five in the NFL, I can tell you this. The Titans will be in the top five. They might be close to number one. I'll be watching the Leafs and Kings tonight as well as Monday Night Football. Washington is also home to Buffalo. That game um, at uh, 7 Eastern and the Panthers on the road in New York. Tomorrow on the show, Ryan Leslie from Sportsnet in Calgary and TSN's Claire Hanna from Ottawa. Looking forward to that one. Saskatchewan. Phoenix, Arizona, 11 a.m. Everybody else, it's still 12 noon. See you tomorrow. Let's go beat up DuPont. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.